Welcome to the Impactful Stylist Podcast, where we focus on mindset and social media marketing for hairstylists. I was a stylist who worked for 17 years behind the chair and decided I was completely burnt out with what I was doing. I went from cutting bobs and pixies and specializing in dimensional color to completely transforming my business into extension-based services. So this, as you can probably imagine, was night and day. And not only that, I had to completely start over again, rebuilding my clientele. And my whole purpose of The Impactful Stylist is to show you how you can totally do this you can build the clientele that you want. You can pivot your business. You can do whatever you want to do. It all comes down to your mindset and your strategy behind that. And that's what we're here to talk about. If you love to get online education at a discounted rate, you definitely don't want to miss out on the last few days that the Impactful Stylist Master class for goal setting is going to be on sale. It is $46.97 and on March 1st, it will be back to the original price of $75. Um, The reason why the Goal Setting Masterclass is an important class, I feel like a lot of the time hairstylists, we get so busy like little hamsters running on a wheel that we don't take the time out to think about what we want out of life and to plan and to strategize. And honestly, it feels good to dream a little bit. And so the the goal setting masterclass was not only designed to help you dream about what your best life looks like, it also helps the wheels to begin turning on how to strategize to get there. This is why this is important, because you are the architect of your dream life. It's going to be so different for everyone. Success looks different to every single individual out there. So I wanted to put this course together well, this class, so you can visualize what your dream life looks like. And that's starting in the salon behind the chair. What does your dream day look like? Your dream clients? And then how to reverse engineer to get there. So definitely take advantage of this before it is back to the original price. Still worth every penny of being the original price, but I wanted to give this gift to you guys. Um, As we're heading into March, we are, you know, a little bit past the time of year that people start to set goals, but like, this can be done any time of the year. You don't have to only set goals like right after New Year's. Like, I think we should be checking in with our goals, honestly, at the very least every quarter just to see if we're on track or if our needs have changed so definitely check that out it's something you can come back to over and over again to make sure that you are heading in the right direction to what's true for you so check that out 
The link is in the Impactful Stylist Instagram bio. Or if you are someone who is on the email list, the link will be in the email list itself. Or in the on the email, not the email list. So check it out. And I would love to know what you guys think about it. So today we're talking about the importance of social media as a stylist. Um, I know uh, people often are super intimidated by social media in general, or they try, you know, to make posts and make do things consistently, and they're just not having a lot of success with it. And first of all, let me tell you, you're not alone. Um, everybody has to start somewhere, first of all. And I think that's where people get really very irritated and just kind of disappointed and a little defeated with it. And that's the part where most people give up like super easily. And you almost have to look at it like it's a long game plan. And in this episode, we're going to break down why that is. And not only that, but like why you should stick it out. Why on earth you should subject yourself to something like social media where a lot of people not only feel like comparison, you know, they feel just different. It's very, you can put yourself in a very vulnerable position when you are putting yourself out there more and that can feel scary. But as somebody who completely rebuilt their clientele and like in relatively a short period of time, I can tell you that this is not something that you want to sleep on. So diving in, Let me first of all back up and I want to open your mind to the possibilities of what social media can do for your business as a hairstylist. A lot of people think of it in terms of, oh, well, I'm just going to try to get clients from social media, which is good. I mean, you do want to get clients in your chair and it is one avenue to take. Um, And I would say for me, it also just depends on where your clients are at, where they're hanging out, what your ideal client is. Um, I would say actually a good percentage of my clients have come and still come from Instagram. Um, some are referrals. Now, whenever I was doing exclusively shorter haircuts and Sorry, guys, I'm on a real bumpy road here. It's rattling the heck out of my car. But anyways, um, I once I moved over to extensions, I didn't get as many referrals from, I mean, I get some, but when I was doing more, you know, more color focused and pixies and bobs and stuff like that it was more referral um than like instagram so things can kind of shift in your career but 
not only that, if you're in a very niche, like if you've really niched down and you're doing certain services, you can definitely still get referrals, but you can also target different larger cities in your area or, you know, within a couple hours of where you are and stuff like that. And you really open yourself up to the possibility of having clients, not just from where you live, but from outlying places. So a lot of people think, oh, that's just, you know, people only do that, you know, in New York or Hollywood or some of the bigger cities like that that's only a possibility for stylists there or like hairstylists to the stars or like whatever like that's not how that works it's just a matter of marketing to those different areas as well and doing it consistently Um, especially once you start to hear I mean I would have clients from other cities that would be like you know at first it was like well nobody really offers the type of extensions that you offer and I love your work and you know they would be like I know it's a drive but I want to book a consultation so you know and later they would become clients and they would be like you know we just don't have anyone who does that and so it's worth it to me to make the drive and you know to love my hair so and then as time went on and more people started to do hand-tied extensions and stuff like that it wasn't you know, to me, that's not necessarily, I don't never looked at that as like competition, so to speak. Um, cause you're not going to have, you're going to have some people who are not going to make that drive. Like there, there's just no way. Um, and you know, maybe you have someone who reaches out and they're like, you know, I've already checked out that person that lives in my city or whatever. And like, I'm just not, you know, for whatever reason, you know, that they're just not into their work or maybe they had a bad experience, like just they're who knows, but you know, they have seen your work and they're, they're willing to make the drive and a hundred percent down for it. So that's another way that you want to open your mind to the possibilities of social media if you hadn't been consistent in posting your work, you would never have given that person the opportunity to know that you even existed. So that's a pretty big deal. And it's such a great tool for us to be able to utilize. Um, Because, and I don't know, you may or may not follow me on TikTok, but I did make a video on TikTok one day talking about the silly stuff I used to do to get clients like in the early 2000s (laughs) because there was no Instagram you know everything was word of mouth mainly and handing out business cards and doing all kinds of stuff and listen that was a much much slower way to build and you know it would take years and years and years and years to build a clientele. And that's also why I think a lot of hairstylists that maybe have been in the game for a while, if you're like me and you've been in the industry about 20 years and that's how you built your clientele and you've had the same clients for like 20 years and you're gripping them tightly because you don't do social media. And, you know, 
I've been on both sides of that now. And it was very limiting. I felt like I really kind of let them run the show and didn't set boundaries because I was always afraid of losing them as clients. And then I would think, well, you know, if I lose them, then, you know, what's going to happen after that? So your social media strategy actually gives you more freedom as a stylist to not feel like you have to like bend and cater and, you know, do all the things to make other people like, you know, stay with you. I I do really feel like once I really started to get rolling on social media and got, you know, as I got more comfortable and as I started to get more clients as a result of that from, you know, the, the content I was putting out, it really made me realize like once you know how to market yourself and market to your ideal client, then you can pretty much always be bringing in new clients and not only just new clients, but people that you really vibe with. And, you know, that's, there's something to be said for that. And that really opens you up more to the possibility that you aren't like at someone else's will all the time, or that you have to work certain days because this client that you've had for 20 years That's the only day she can come and, you know, different things like that. So, you know, and also, you know, this leads me to my next point is a lot of the time, especially if you're a newer hairstylist, you might be thinking, well, you know, it's actually my salon owner's job to get clients for me in the chair and like, you know, I don't really need to have a social media presence and like for one thing like you want to be doing that regardless because what if you leave that salon and you know if that particular salon if they were also giving you clients that have been longtime salon clients you know, chances are some of those clients might stay at the salon. They're not going to move with you. Um, but the, some of them might. Like, it just depends. Like, you know, if you've heard any of my other episodes, you know that I believe that no one owns clients. You know, clients are going to choose where they want to go. And it's not a good look for a salon to be, you know, holding out information or trying to keep a stylist like from their client list or anything like that and but at the end of the day the client decides where they want to go so anyways going back to the topic you know you want to be bringing in your clientele as well and when I say that when you can really zone in on who your ideal client is and start to market to them. Again, you're going to attract people that you're going to vibe with. And that's going to work out so much better for you. And that's going to feel more fulfilling at the end of the day than just some person that the salon attracted, you know, through ads or whatever. 
not to say that you can't meet some really great people that way because you can, but it's just so different when someone shows up because they've seen your social media, they love your work, you know, they, they really like your personality already because they've already seen you showing up in stories and doing things like that. And it's just a whole different kind of vibe. And, you know, when I was a younger hairstylist or newer to the game, I probably would not have been um, that into it either. Like I, my mindset would have been like, listen, I'm just trying to figure out how to do hair. (laughs) And so (laughs) I get that. If that's you, I totally understand where you're coming from. But I also want to challenge you to open up the the faster you can open up your mindset to the fact that this needs to be something that you do as you're building your personal brand, the better off you're going to be. And it's really important to build your personal brand as a stylist, no matter what stage you're at in your career, because you are allowing for more opportunities to come your way. As you build your personal brand, there are things that you will have the opportunity to do because other, let's say other companies, other people might want to align with your brand. And they might want to, let's say in the future, you know, you've been building your personal brand. And by that, I mean, like when you are putting out content and you are kind of sticking, you know, you have your values that you hold and you project that onto social media and your work, you know, everything, you are your brand. And when you can really like consistently show, you know, your brand and who you are on social media, you know, people are going to take notice. And over time, you know, sometimes it's a hair company, maybe it's a, you know, some type of, who knows, color company, you might want to, you might decide one day that you want to work with such and such, you know, Redken, whoever, and be like an educator, But, you know, and you guys might follow some of these people right now, but there are so many like educators, different things like that with different companies that literally have their own like subscription. And some of you may pay for those already. And they're, you know, typically a a fairly low cost subscription. But when you look at how many followers or whatever in that on that subscription account, there are so many. And so when you add that up per month, it ends up being such a large amount of money. And that is amazing. So I don't want you to ever, and you might be sitting there thinking, yeah, but that's not me. Like I'm not there, you know, like I, I don't really have that type of knowledge. I don't, you know, that's not my strong suit that's where you don't want to limit yourself. Like that might not be you right now, but that could be you in four or five years. That could be you. I mean, maybe not, you know, maybe further down the road, but either way, 
if you've already been building a personal brand over time, it's going to be easier for you to segue into doing something like that. Because our our careers don't just stop behind the chair. I mean, they can. Like if ultimately if that's what you that's what you are that you want to do that, that's where you're comfortable, that is where you're happiest and most fulfilled, then there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. And if you, but if you get to where, if you're like me over time, I started to really kind of feel like I wanted to do something else. Like I've always enjoyed mentoring people, but I've, I, I want to get the message out there because it has really changed my career that social media can change your career. Like it can really, you know, give you the freedom to be able to do things like that. And, you know, it's one of those things, if you are strategic and play your cards right and really understand what your goals are and like what you want, you know, that is where it happens. And part of that is honestly just making a conscious decision and conscious effort and doing small things every day to make that happen, even if that's in your five-year plan. And, you know, I want to tell you, like, I haven't been someone most of my career who made a plan to do anything, honestly. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I can tell you, looking back, I wish I would have been a little bit more conscious of what I really wanted out of my career. And, you know, it just never occurred to me, you know, I just kind of went bebopped around through life. And then, you know, one day I was just kind of like, I am totally bored. Like, (laughs) I'm just ready for the next thing, whatever that might be. And, you know, some people might call that just being unhappy with what you have. And I disagree. Like, I think you can be extremely grateful for what you have, but also um, hear the calling to go in a different direction. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So if that's you, like, don't feel selfish. Like, you can still be grateful for everything that you have, the opportunities you've had, and still want to do something beyond what you're doing currently. So that's the whole, you know, that's what I wanted to talk with you guys about today is because I feel like sometimes, especially if you are early on in your career, you just can't see something like that yet on the horizon for you. Like you don't even know that it's an opportunity or you think, oh, well, nobody would listen to me or like, you know, what? why would anybody listen to me? Like I just got started. Like you know, maybe you're not doing that right now, but maybe you're soaking in all the knowledge that you can, but you're also showing on social media what you can do to attract your dream clients and you're vibing with those people. And then even if you're a a stylist who maybe you're like me and you want to pivot and do something different or just really niche down and start to like offer specialty services, you can totally do that. 
Like, I am walking proof that you can do that. And, you know, that would not have been a possibility for me had it not been for social media. Um, when I started offering hand tied extensions in our area, there really wasn't any other salon in the area that offered the type of extensions that we were offering. And, you know, it took a minute for people to really like, this was really before, I feel like right before hand tied extensions were just really taken off. And, you know, it took a minute for things to kind of catch on and had, you know, initially, like, I felt like I was screaming from a mountaintop, you know, all the time on social media, showing people what I was doing. I would jump on an Instagram live and show people, look, I'm color prepping this extension hair and like, just things like that, just to kind of build awareness around what I was even doing or what I was offering or how it was done. And a lot of the time, that's where things start is just building awareness. So don't ever feel like everything that you're doing is for nothing when you are putting content out because someone is seeing it and it is building awareness of you and you as a brand. So, you know, a lot of people think of brands just as like big corporations, you know, like Nike Microsoft, Apple, you know, like, yes, those are brands, but like you are also a brand. And so when you start to treat yourself that way and take yourself seriously and, you know, you will have more opportunities down the road that you may not have had before had you not been more conscious of that. So that's what I want to really challenge you guys to do is really consider yourself as a brand. Even if you're at a big salon that they already have kind of like a brand, so to speak, you are still in charge of your own business and your own brand. Your brand can fit under the umbrella of the salon that you're at, but ultimately you are still, you know, a brand. So I hope all of that makes sense. I love your all's questions. So please, if you have any questions about what I talked about today, definitely shoot me a DM on Instagram. And I'm always here for that. And, you know, with all of this talk of brands and this, that and the other and opportunities and like why social media is important. You know, I think we can get caught up in, you know, spinning our wheels and feeling like we're not getting anywhere with it. And sometimes it's because we don't know what to do. You know, sometimes it's that you, maybe your Instagram isn't set up or optimized in the best way to get those clients or, you know, just it can go so much deeper than that. Or maybe, you know, there are just very simple tweaks that you can make to make your content stand out more. And that's why I created Magnetic Marketing. And I'm really excited for you guys to be able to check it out soon. The course is going to be, 
released hopefully within the next few weeks. And I cannot wait because these were simple things. This is building your foundation. This is laying the foundation of social media for you in general and how to optimize it, how to do certain things, how to optimize each post that you make. Um, Not only that, but the mindset shift that has to happen in order for you to start to develop more confidence and gain more confidence as someone who is basically your own spokesperson. You're the face of your brand. And so this is going to help you to make that mindset shift as well. And that's something that I had to do. And it actually took me a little bit longer because I had to kind of make that shift in my own brain and step into the person that I wanted to be. And once you can do that, it is magic. I mean, like it, it really does, it makes such a big difference. So if you're someone who feels really insecure, you know, not confident around your content and social media or showing up, showing your face or being in a video, like this is for you because that's where I was at. And I started my extension career, like, and starting, you know, I started marketing to extension clients when I totally did not feel confident. It's not like I felt confident going into that. And, you know, I had to just show up and keep showing up. But I also had to fall on my face a little bit. I had to kind of figure out what wasn't going to work what wasn't working, what was working, what was going to get the most, you know, the most optimized content is going to really be more beneficial for you in the long run. And, you know, that's what I see a lot in social media is stylists who don't quite know how to do that. And I just want everyone to like, be able to win. And I want you guys to be able to, to do it a lot faster and figure it out a lot faster than what I did. And so that's what magnetic marketing is all about. It's kind of like the last, I don't know, six years of me shifting from pivoting and rebuilding and doing, you know, having an extension clientele you know, the things that I've learned over time as far as like marketing and mindset. And if you could condense that and put that into a virtual course that you could take and like gain that knowledge without having to spend all of that time, like that's amazing. And so that was my whole point behind creating magnetic marketing. So be on the lookout for that. And whenever it first launches, we're going to have kind of a lower price point and then it's going to elevate over time. So if you are considering and thinking about doing the virtual course, you definitely want to get in like immediately because it's not going to stay at that price forever. So, but I wanted to celebrate the launch by making it like a lower price point and make it accessible um, initially pretty like a very accessible price point. So anyhow, that's it for today. 
I hope that you will take these things to heart that we talked about today and really kind of dream about what you may want to do eventually because it's totally possible with the right strategy and I'm here to tell you it can happen if it can happen with this person me who like is totally an introvert socially awkward ADHD brain like just all the things then I know that you guys can do this too like I know it And I'm so excited for everything that we have in store with the Impactful Stylist Academy and Magnetic Marketing and everything else. So you guys go out there and make everyone beautiful today and stay tuned for our next episode. If you got a lot of value out of this episode and you're feeling led, I would love for you to leave a review or share with a friend and don't forget to follow the Impactful Stylist on Instagram and Facebook.